You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my home. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network. That has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also love to dive into other nerdy subjects we all love to frolic about in our free time. The Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on with the show and you want to help support the show, just go to patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Now, thank you for listening to episode 121 batman 89 a special batman day release and with me i could obviously never do this alone but i've got two bat boys and lego lawrence here in the wayne manor study ready to talk about this book uh returning to the show you actually heard both their voices just a couple months ago to also talk about some keaton batman uh from the west coast that's right we got the whole United States of America covered today. I'm in the Midwest. From the West Coast, um, formerly known as Jay Rocca, Justin Kowalski. Hello, Justin. Welcome back. How you doing? And I also have Michael Keaton with me here. Yeah, you do. Oh, like, that's hey. great. That's a bank, bank, right? The bank. The bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old school bank. And on the coming from the <laughs> East Coast-ish, close enough, um, is the sheriff. You also heard him uh, many times on this show. Another Ryan, Ryan Haas. Welcome back, pal. Thank you. I, I would if I wasn't tethered to the computer with my headphones, I would grab my '89 bank from the top. Yeah, you guys have the sticker here. though. Mine doesn't have the sticker. Mine has this nah. has all the stickers. Oh, and I've also got the Toy Biz than... projection gun. That, oh, that's oh. Goes, it's amazing. It's that's amazing. amazing. Justin actually brought he brought some uh, trinkets with him as well in case this is going to be a visual in which he's got. The Bat Boat. The Happy Meal some Batman Returns. He would love this one, though, because it's the duck. The duck. Penguin and the duck. I had both of those. I loved them. And as I've said, I don't think that my mom was one that wrote letters to Warner Brothers because of Happy Meals and the movie Returns. Uh, And then, yes, there's the the replica Batarang. Oh, man. Hoss has to. Yep. (laughs) He's like, I'm leaving. I'm going to show you. There's his. And now Hoss has his. And guys, minds in storage. That tells you a lot that even unplanned, we have sitting at a computer, we have a myriad of Batman 89 things within arm's right. reach. Always. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I got that too. No, I got, I got uh, some stuff, you know. You got great stuff. Um, this is not. Though. I mean, what do, what do I have? Oh yeah, you got a great mug. I've got a Batman, got a Batman mug, mug. And then I've got, you guys can see Ooh. it, the mascot of the Batman book club, Lego Lawrence. Lego Lawrence. Up. Cheers all to up, you, Lego Lawrence. All up for this. Um, we'll be bringing him up. A couple of times here in this discussion um this i don't know that i want to say like this is long in the making this episode for us but a year ago actually a week before the first issue of this um comic oh, wow. dropped the three of us convened to talk about the batman comic book adaptation of the 1989 film yes. uh, we talked a little about this comic and then the three of us united a couple months ago to celebrate 30 years of Batman Returns and we talked the comic adaptation of that movie and it just kind of felt guys I think the three of us 
we're on a nostalgia kick, the three of us. Um, you want to do this once Batman 89 uh, wraps up and the hardcover comes out and you both are pretty enthusiastic. So I'm excited for this conversation. So let's, you know what? I think Jack, I think Jack Napier said it best. Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Let's talk Batman 89. Now, this is a very recent comic, which actually haven't done, aside from the monthly wrap-ups with our own penguin, uh, Peter Vera. <laughs> we haven't done like a, haven't covered a, a very recent story in a little bit. So this actually just wrapped up um, in July, was issue six. Uh, written by Sam Hamm, who all of us Bat nerds know was the screenwriter for Batman. Um, I forget, was he, did he get a credit? He's a story credit on Batman. Story, okay. He, he was a screenwriter on both movies, but also had many writers after him on both. Yes. Movies. Okay. Um, illustrated by Joe Canonis. Uh, this released in, and, and initially, initially was announced uh, in 2021, February, mm -hmm. that it was going to be digital first, then physical, and then hardcover, all within like the back half of last year. That, yeah. of course, changed in which there were six issues released. There's a bit of a delay in one of them because I believe I saw online that the artist came down with COVID. And you know what? That is a great reason to put a book on delay. Um, and then the hardcover actually came out at the end of August. So, gentlemen, I'd like to ask you both, what version did you read for this episode? Justin. I, okay. Oh, Haas. Oh, Justin Haas. Go Haas. Let Haas go. <laughs> okay. My bad. Uh, well, so as the books were releasing, you know, we, we get early access to books through, through Batman on Films uh, access. So I, I read the books early and it was one of those things where like that, I was checking mm -hmm. way in advance. Is it there? Is it there? Yeah. Where's the next one? Where's the next <laughs> one? You know, I, I, I'm not super current with a lot of other books, but Batman 89, I was very interested in and wanted to keep up with. Um, so I got, so I read it initially as the book issues released that way. And then, and, and then I think I've, I think I maybe got the first issue physical just to have it, but then I was going to wait until the hardcover to, to get it collected. Um, so for this show, I did read it in hardcover, but I will say that I, it's a little disappointing because <gasps> the paper and this is this seems to also be a running theme with these movie adaptations because I had some reservations about the movie adaptation deluxe edition we talked about, but in the hardcover, if you compare the pages of the hardcover to just a, a digital version. Mm -hmm. I feel like the printing and the paper in the hardcover loses a surprising amount of depth and in with the colors and the all, all that stuff because there's some pages where the Batmobile or the backgrounds just completely the blacks it's a dark book right it's like batman 89 universe burton universe and a lot of the colors just kind of bleed into the paper and if you look at that same page on digital it's much more vibrant much more bright you can see subtle differences in the shades the batmobile or this or the bat suit and stuff like that so it's it's a fine read in the hardcover i like that it's physical and that it's collected but i feel like it does the art quite a disservice even though the cover is great and the the under and the the VHS uh, hardcover art is great, uh, I, if I read this again, I would probably do it digitally unless it gets reprinted on better. Gotcha, uh, Justin. Yeah, I just read it digitally. Okay, 
that was it. <laughs> Simple. That, we, we can get into we can get into why right. I didn't sure. read it any other ways later. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I read it this time. The first time was this isn't the first time I read it. This was my first reading of it in hardcover. So for this episode, I read it in hardcover. But yes, Haas, like you, we um, had early access in which we did read, in which I think we even mentioned uh, a year ago mm -hmm. when we did mm -hmm. the Batman comic adaptation. And yeah, I, I don't think I could really wait, though. I kind of wanted to wait until the physical copies were in my hand to read it for the first time, but I kind of couldn't. Um, so yeah, I, I read each version. And yeah, Hus, I mean, I'll, I'll say it now because we both, I mean, we all kind of texted about it a little bit uh, that I love the paper that I think DC has gone back to in printing stuff. Uh, it, it is a little bit more newspaper-ish, like just a little thicker than newspaper, but it's not the glossy um, because I'm not necessarily a fan of the glossy look. I think that takes away from some coloring. But here, I don't know, something with the dark colors printing on that paper really made it to where you lost some detail. Uh, and I think the best, I mean, you know, there's like somebody has black hair and there's the street behind them. There is no differentiating between the two. It kind of just right. runs together as just like there's a, there's dark. a panel with That's Harvey it. Dent and, and he's in a dark alley and he's holding a gun and you, you miss that on the printed page yeah. because it's the values are so close to each other. Yeah. And I, re I really wanted to go grab my, the physical issues and see if those are printed better, but I remember mm. not necessarily having I didn't have like an nothing came to mind reading them mm -hmm. physically um, mm -hmm. of that being an issue. So we'll get into that a little bit longer. Uh, guys, I think I probably know your answer, but for clarity, we'll start with Justin. When was the first time that you read this? Uh, I read it right when it came out, like issue go. by issue, even I mean, it. obviously a little sooner we'd get some like advanced sure. copies. So probably, you know, a few weeks at a time. But yeah, as these things came out, I I read them. Us. Yep. Same same deal. The, the 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 second that these were available, issue yes. by issue, I, I I kept up with it. Yeah. I think I already answered that I'm the same as both of you. So the final question is why Batman 89? And I'm gonna interject here and say I know why. Because <laughs> why is it called I knew that? how each <laughs> of you feel about this story. And I think you guys know how I feel. And I think I think we have three varying opinions on this on this story. So the nostalgia factor that the three of us are on in uniting um, mixed with a, I think it would just be a generally good conversation about this book that I think actually has a lot of reviews. People objectively thinking about it, reviews are pretty scattered about the whole story. I think there are some, and there's nothing wrong with it, that it's the fact that it's, re, you know, revisiting the, the Keaton world as Batman are instantly just like I loved it. Period, and that's fine. There are others that they're they have high expectations because it's revisiting that world that a lot of us are nostalgic for and love that don't didn't care for it. And then there's a lot of stuff mixed in between. Yeah. So I think you know let's go with Justin. Why don't you kick us off here with I guess some some quick uh, a quick summary of your thoughts on the story as a whole before mm -hmm. we dive in specifics. Yeah. Could could we touch upon the announcement at first though? I think Go for it. when they when they announced that they were doing this, um, it was huge because back yeah. in the day, and you posted this today when uh, Joe Kiones posted that image 
like was it 2017 of like hey 20, batman 2016 it's credited 2016, 2016 on his website but the image itself is signed you know 2015 in the bottom oh uh, okay well when so, that came out the, the, people the lost their minds it was it's like, like why doesn't dc do this you yeah know? the pitch that he made to dc that yeah. was trying to get and apparently they said no at first but like with this it was around the era of dc doing these like 99 cent digital first exclusives right we're like, why not do this? Because they were doing Batman right. 66, yeah. they were doing yep. Wonder Woman 77, you know, Injustice, all these things they were doing these like every day. They had a new digital thing. And so that would have been really cool. So when the when everyone found out it didn't happen, he showed that image, it was like, why don't they continue the world of Batman, you know, that yeah. Burton's Batman world? Like, that'd be so awesome. And so when they finally announced this and the Superman 78 thing, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're, we're jumping back into those worlds and got me really excited because I remember even talking about it. Like, what are we going to get? I can't wait to get this and this and this. Like, we were in our love... text thread, I think. And we like we couldn't stop just. Yeah. I love Batman 89 and that and that image they dropped the from cover number one. Yeah, I was just the, the main. oh yeah, that's yep. a beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful cover. And so like I'm like, oh like I'm all in. They got could this. Not wait. Could <laughs> yeah. not wait. You're like, man, you can't screw this up. Right. Sam Ham, the, the art Ham. Looks, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like so it has all the ingredients of this is gonna be great, right? And you kind of yeah. got I don't know, I don't remember if they had any plot lines dropped or anything. You just knew two faces was gonna be in it, right? And so I think I read I just read right before we even recorded and it was very, it was just talking about, you know, going back to that world mm-hmm. that the, you know, a lot of people were introduced to as their dark night um, mm-hmm. with Sam. Like that was it. It wasn't like Bruce Wayne is blah, blah, blah. Anything. There wasn't yeah. a story plot like that. It was just the idea that was the cell. Yeah. And then they got closer to it and they're like, Oh, he's kind of combining Batman animated series style with Burton sure. stuff, whatever. It's probably based on rights and whatever. There's likenesses there. But uh, the cool thing to me, I love that we're like, oh, we're finally going to follow up on Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Yeah, baby. Which I love. Like, oh, oh that was like the biggest thing we were <laughs> we were robbed. We were robbed of it. You know, we got a little yeah. bit in Lego Batman, just him voicing Two-Face yeah. in Lego Batman. But like, mean stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but like getting him as the villain of this was like, oh, that's going to be so cool. And so mm-hmm. I was really excited for it. And um. And so here we are now. Here we are now. <laughs> so do you want me to give like my my kind of concise take? Or yeah, like the, your you know yeah. your short one because I know my we're gonna one. dig into yeah we're gonna to, yeah yeah I think I think Batman the Batman eighty nine uh, miniseries is it is a decent Batman story. It is for me it is the wrong Batman story to fit in the the tone and theme of the world that. Uh, Tim Burton set up originally mm-hmm. that's that's my take I don't think it sure I don't think it tonally works like if you were to watch Batman 89 and then Batman Returns which are two way different movies but there is a common thread of the freaks and like the battle of that yeah and you jump into like well here's kind of part three right it just falls completely flat for me and that's okay. all I'll say all right awesome my Batman water <laughs> <laughs> um so what like overall thoughts yeah just a you know quick summer where you ended yeah, up on the book i mean i don't want to say i'm a complete 180 from justin but i kind of am i mean yeah. historically me and justin have have been 180 <laughs> on other batman stories before <laughs> um yeah like my expectations were really high and it is one of those things where when i started reading the book issue by issue i really quickly had to realize that i needed to excise 
the decades of hype in my head for what the story could and should be. Um, and that let me enjoy it. I don't even want to say for what it is because that feels like it's underselling what it is. Um, rereading it as a whole, I feel like it has only improved for me. Um, there are some, some nitpicky things that stand out. Um, and I guess we can get into those overall at the end, but overall for me, I, I think the missing link for a lot of people is that it, to me, it fits in that world just fine, but there is kind of that it, it reads as it, it reads like an illustrated edition of a first draft of a Burt, Tim Burton, Batman three without Tim hmm. involvement. If that makes sense, like it's mostly there, but I feel like there would have been some more producerial or directorial flourishes that kind of sheens over this story, um, which you can also like if you go back and read the original drafts of Batman 89 or Batman Returns, you can see that. And I think if you read just the scripts alone without Tim Burton for 89 and Returns, you would probably also sense some sort of disconnect between page and screen. So I feel like that that is still present here. So I'm trying to be cognizant of that and kind of discount it a little bit. But at the end of the day, the book gave me a lot of things that I wanted to see in a third story, like mm -hmm. Billy D's Harvey Dent explored more Two-Face. What in the heck would have happened with a Robin in this universe? Um, I wasn't exactly looking for the Catwoman to be included in in the third installment here but she is and then so there's a and more gordon there so there's a lot of stuff in here that i think is definitely worth talking about and and are good additions to the the burton verse in my opinion i land probably like exactly in the middle of both of you hmm. um for you paul herman and jay yaws a second reading collected did improve the story for me i think mm -hmm. um i did read all of them right before i read the sixth issue the day that it came out also because you know the story had been going on for like 11 months at that point uh but it did it did come together better for me but there's a lot of stuff there's some elements of it that exceeded expectations there's some that didn't meet expectations and then there is a lot that meandered around Kind of, sort of. I can see, yeah, and I can see that for yeah. sure. There's a lot of book. There's a there's a lot of asterisks here. Yeah. Uh, in uh, as you go, but as a whole, I feel like the whole is greater than the sum. Is greater than the sum yeah. of its parts. Okay, uh, it is. I feel like I feel like what, yeah, the just as I'm kind of flipping through it, I just one of my takeaways that really bugged me. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I don't know where y'all are at. I just feel like the coloring is so bright. Like it doesn't feel well. Get yes. the get the card cover. It darkens yeah. it down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It just doesn't feel it's atmospheric it. at all. It just feels so like this. The color palette is just bright, bright. It's like greens. All these. It doesn't feel as as I don't know. I I would love some more smoke and just atmosphere. There like, is something with because we. I think those are. I mean, check the tape that episode, which I wish I would have. I look at right now of what number that episode was. I think it might have been 60 
episode 69 because we even said oh you should have waited 20 episodes and 89 could have been about 80 and we Um, and it was just one issue it was actually before the first issue came out but we had all read it yeah Mm -hmm. and i mentioned that actually that i think i didn't i think i was very let down by the first issue because i had expectations of what you said justin like the art yeah Yeah, because you look at the cover and the cover you're like oh this yeah great eight Hey, plus this is great. It plays the whole dark book to be like that. It plays dark with, and I mean, there's a lot of purple in that instead of just black. And you know, and I almost kind of envision, man, is it something with the coloring then? Because that yeah. image that Quinona's did, that's in black and white. You know, I thought of that. And I'm like, well, you you compare what we have now and what that was, and they're pretty yeah. close. And it's like, so maybe it was the black and white aspect of it. Maybe the coloring kind of takes me out of this. Yeah. And I think Doing there was something version. with that that I just didn't feel. I don't know. Something was off in the art with me. So that's where I stood at the first issue. And then I softened up and just accepted that that's, and that's not to say that the, the art is bad or like, you know, the artist no. isn't good. The art's it's actually just, really great. The, it's yeah. Just the, I didn't know if it how it was this. rendered out. The color. Yeah. I, something about it was off with me. So in fitting, like that's where I can lean towards what Justin's saying in the, in the, the atmosphere part, because why I still adore those Burton Batman movies is because it's so atmospheric. Even though the second one is all, you know, soundstage and stuff, there's still so many Burton sensibilities to like the atmosphere of it just feels great. And I don't think this book had that. Yeah. I think you can almost say it has a little bit more animated series, but well, it, it, well, the new adventures Batman yeah. animated series, yeah. which I'm like, well, you know, that's it, not. Yeah. There's some yeah. unnecessarily unnecessary conflicts that arise with the coloring and like you guys were kind of starting to hint at is that a lot of the designs i feel unnecessarily add in this strange animated series twist on it mm-hmm. like you got batman 89 and then you're gonna inject a little bit of animated series like yeah, you got like summer gleason in there you got summer <laughs> gleason you got bruce wayne when he's out in public starts to look like a the animation of of this of the animated series suit. yeah catwoman suit is like half batman returns half animated series yeah. And I'm like, what? We didn't need it. We didn't yeah. need. We didn't need to just change it. Yeah. The but literal the bank other, in the first issue yeah. is like the, the giant penny. But it's like, on, and so there's yeah. a lot of and those are a lot of intentional homages yeah. from from Kadonas. But then on the other hand, Two Face looks and feels exactly like I would want a Burton Two Face. Yeah, look. I there have some zero nitpicks about yeah. Harvey Dent's look. There are face. some some new Bat vehicles in here that look exactly how I would want a. Yeah. Burton verse a bat uh uh bat cycle to look like there's some exactly. gadgets that are really great and then you've got things like yeah like yeah so there's a lot of things that and then you even have like some of the joker goons and stuff that come back yeah. that feel very much like they lawrence fit. is back lawrence right. yeah there's a lot of fun like burtony like homages like i didn't want us to miss those there's a lot of like there's mm-hmm. like Beetlejuice. Oh, come on. Yes. Those first two pages. Yeah. Yeah, You literally got Prince Joker in there. Prince Joker. You even got the Beetlejuice couple. You got her. What's her name from Beetlejuice? Winona Ryder. Um, You got the. Lydia. Yeah, Lydia. Stock stock and barrel. The two of. I always forget their names. Nightmare Before Christmas um, is in there. What's. what? Who's the. uh, No, the. uh, Oogie's kids. Oh. Um, The skull (laughs) and the, the devil. They're over gotcha. in their masks on the side. What's the the uh, semi driver in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Yeah, Large Marge. Large Marge. She's in the bottom corner. Um, yeah, you already said Mars Attack. You got the I mean, you know the mate the Maitlands from Beetlejuice. You've got a you've got a little Oswald kid 
in the back on that paper. Like I that know, to me I, was so much. That to me was I so much fun. Dude. Like I, I, so I can't. I'm not going to discredit it at all. Like I definitely love those little things that aren't. Yeah, I think those away from fun. the story. Those are so yeah. much fun. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say that. That's all. Yeah. No, I think those are fun <laughs> things that, like, in a comic, you have the ability to like put a little fun little yeah. winks in there. Like, it wouldn't work in a film. As much as sure. like a comic, you can populate the backgrounds right. with some stuff, but in a film, you'd be like, well, "What the heck?" Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we're atmosphere. So let's talk. Let's talk characters then. Yeah. Uh, because there are some. So the Billy D, I think likeness is spot on. I think the Keaton one. I think that one. The Keaton one's actually pretty decent. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not off. Doesn't bother me. Yeah. I have um, no issue with Keaton. Gordon and Alfred uh, had yeah. me scratching my head. They both bit. have mustaches. They both yeah. have mustaches. Alfred, lo- Alfred looks great. Like it, it looks to me, it looks like Doc with a mustache. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't get that. But yeah, it's not like I do. They both look like a Commissioner Gordon and and Alfred. Yeah, for sure. They're not distracting. This I is think, not what they usually look like. I think like, you but could. They look I, different I, think you, from... I think you could have. It's obviously trying to get Pat Hingle's Gordon to look a little bit more comic-y. and I think they could have gotten him to look very close to that like to yeah. Me, yeah in a third movie i mean his his initial his original proposal you know pr- image has gordon with a mustache too so yeah right i, mean, I should have i shouldn't have been surprised at that some that's just it's just like. right stuff i don't know why sometimes the family gets hung up on stuff like this because it's usually the, the family that has mm-hmm. to approve in these things and so i mean billy d williams and keaton actually look pretty decent oh, it's yeah. like but yeah. it's the Pat Hingle and Michael Goff ones that don't get the full approval? Huh. I would like to know how that works because that seems interesting to me. And then yeah, yeah. Catwoman. I love Catwoman. This, this sounds great. I love Catwoman waist up. But the, it's because the <laughs> design is I already said. I mean, I said that. And, yeah. And the yeah. bottom half is, is completely different. And I know that yeah. um, Peter did not like the, the design. I said, yeah. I like it the top half because it does look exactly like what we were introduced to. I'm really right. curious why the bottom half changed. Yeah. It's not a deal breaker, but it's noticeable. Yeah. Of like, hmm. yeah. there, and there's mm-hmm. no real story element to it, you know. Yeah, like, even like Batman's costume, it's like Batman Returns logo, mm-hmm. eighty nine, eighty nine muscles, purple inside, rebirth. and lenses, <laughs> and they give him the yes, white they give him lenses. The lenses. Yeah, white lenses. First, which... I. At first, I thought it was just, you know, a flourish for the comic, you know, yeah. because it's a comic. But then in, in later on, when he has a scene with Selena, he does a little thing on his cowl and the lens yeah. is off. So you get his mm-hmm. eyes. So you could have had lensless movie Batman the whole time, but it was a conscious choice to give him the glowing, you know, uh, white yeah. lenses. And I do think Wayne Manor is uh, returns Wayne Manor. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else that stood out. I don't think Selena as herself, uh, like when she, you get the full shot of Selena when she goes into GCPD and she's dressed as in the, you know, like the pink, the pink suit. Um, I think she also is in the right ballpark of Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not distractingly different, uh, more in line than the Catwoman suit as a whole. Yes. Um, I don't know that I see anything else to, I mean, Lawrence is perfect. Oh, he looks great. He has as long as they got Lawrence right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then I'm fine. Um, yeah. He's in two panels and he's got the boombox in both. And I think that that's 
kind of it as far as like a carried over likenesses of because Haas you mentioned I mean the Batmobile obviously looks perfect right same one yep. but as you said the new the newly created bike which I really like I think yeah. that that could have totally where's the McFarlane of that one mm-hmm. yeah oh, oh and, Ro- and and Robin I I and that's a question mark too because we don't huh. know exactly I mean hmm. well we do like Robin we know Robin could have looked pretty close to the Batman Returns action figure that came out mm-hmm. yeah uh, and Tim Drake and his outfit was designed in conjunction with Tim Burton in the nineties mm-hmm. as a comics first forward kind of introduce him in the comics. So we can kind of update it there so we can use that in the movie kind of thing. Pretty much a lot, very similar to how Batgirl was introduced in the sixties show. Yeah. But obviously they, Sam Hammond company took a, a, a different direction for what Robin would look like in this universe. And I, I like it a lot. I think it really works for me and it really works for it's a good reflection of what that character is trying to achieve and where he's come from and what his goal as a, a hero is in a story. So I Drake, like Winston, Winston, Drake. Drake. Yeah. Oh, Winston yeah. Drake. I thought Drake Winston. Okay. Drake Winston, Winston Drake. Drake. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I would definitely want to, spe- so we got the looks of a lot of that stuff out. I really want to obviously talk about the story. And I think the Robin yeah. aspect is a good part to bring up because to me, the whole Robin story in this book um, is one of those things that hangs around the middle of like, and don't like, yeah. I almost feel like his story could have been the extra uh sub story in an issue that's like hey eight extra pages to tell a robin story yeah. i think that's that mm. fits better than he is part of the main story does that make sense mm. it feels a little disconnected from what's going on with the rest and i think a lot of people could probably argue of like well what do you mean and it's like because the story so heavily focused on harvey dent's change that keaton takes a little bit of a backseat i think in this I'm saying Keaton. You know just what? Like, just, just like, just like Returns. Just like the movies. Yes. Just like so that part, okay, that's like that's fine. I don't necessarily have an issue with that. But then the bringing up Birdside and checking in on Drake, it's, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't just flow for me. Yeah. It, for me, it flowed much better in the collected because you know because you kind of know how it plays out. It feels very much to me like Batman Returns, where you when you know your major focal people in this story are Batman, Two Face, uh-huh. you know, Winston Drake, Catwoman, kind of, you know, and they start separate, but as the story ends, they all kind of converge mm-hmm. more and more. And I got way more of the connections uh, between like Drake and Burnside and the rest of the story as you go in, because like even. Harvey Dent knows who he is, you know. So to me, it it's part of it's it's all tied into the whole um, two Gotham's thing, you know. Yeah. Oh, there's there's another side of the city. There's 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 more to be done there, and hits on the 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 Bruce Wayne being a rich person like legacy stuff. It's it's a really interesting take, and I think well, I mean. It's not non-traditional, right? Like we saw the much more traditional movieized version of it with Batman Forever, but we always knew that if Tim Burton was going to do at one time a Robin in Batman Returns, it would have been an African American, and, and 
it, it's interesting to see how Sam Ham brought that into this story, you know, just completely. Because I think their thing was like, well, how does this work in live action? How does this work with Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne? You know yeah. what I mean? And to have it be more born out of the story at hand uh, instead of also attacking on Robin's traditional origin story on onto to an, another story, I think is a really interesting approach. And mm. me, it, it feels pretty organic in this story at yeah. the end of the day. My, my my whole thing, this is where my whole issue with the story is it doesn't feel, it feels more like a uh, a contemporary piece. Like, hey, what's really happening in our world? And I don't think that the story is bad. That's where I just feel like the reality of like, like, oh, like yeah, people if they would being have done disenfranchised this... because of, I just think that doesn't work in, in the Burton world. It just, because it doesn't seem like his, I, his storytelling like style. I like, feel like if they would have, if they would have made this the movie in 95 it would have definitely people would have been like whoa like it would have been a, a really interesting thing but i it, it would have but i don't think that's a burton like i'm thinking i'm in the tim burton world tim burton would never tell that story and that's why i feel yeah. like it's disingenuous to what's been put out it would have been more focused know. on the weirdness of harvey dent and his duality yeah. and that instead that's... of like he came from this other world that he's kind of rejected and they're like you're not really one of us. You're trying to be this, and th so and so. That's where I was like, "Oh, you 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 guys are almost making a commentary on the world now, instead of telling a story of the world you're trying to be a part of." And I I think that's why it doesn't work for me at all. I'm like, ah, this is not, this is social commentary instead of uh, a true continuation to the tone that they created back in 89 that's all that's my you know I, I don't need to dig too much more on it because that's really the issue it's not a bad story just not the right story for this book it I could have it could have went either way i think like mm -hmm. burton could have come in and, and dropped some elements or de de deprioritized or de-emphasized some elements for sure um obviously we, we don't know what what would have happened yeah. but like well you can kind of know because there's nothing in his filmography that deals with anything yes. like this. He is but such he a... very well could have been like when he put out pitches for things or whatever, like because he's not a writer really. Like somebody else would have written, like Sam, he would have gotten screenplays and then put Burton mm -hmm. Sheen over it. So oh, well, that's and that's what happened with Returns. Like the he thing was is like, too, nah. it's like ha this version of Two Face being African American Billy D. I think it would have been almost. It would have been really i think it would have been kind of really hard to just ignore the fact that he's african-american i love the fact that they make that part of the story though like i don't think it's it really ignoring it. I, like obviously like like having billy d be two-face is cool like I, that, that was the yeah. one thing i was excited it was like oh let's see let's see like billy d play out as two-face yeah. i just think like that that story that the story that was told doesn't fit the world that's all well that's that's yeah, the only and, thing and i and i think part of that too is it i feel like it's kind of a we see a little bit of repeat of that in modern times with, with, with when you go from like man of steel to batman v superman and you're like oh there should be like a middle movie in there to kind of get you there i feel like if 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 this batman 89 comic was always going to be number three they could have built up to more of the things that they had to make up for in this you know so, because so they you're... got harvey dent out of batman returns like they could have built more of his backstory more of this 
social unrest in there. Because you see plenty of social unrest in Batman are, Returns. Are you saying oh, yeah. for this book to work more for Justin, it needed more Batfleck? No. Oh, okay. No, I, no, I wanted no. to make sure that that wasn't that, that wasn't. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. I, I, I just I, think it they they could have definitely delved into more of his duality stuff and i mean they 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 do but it's not it's just not weird enough i think that i'm with you a little bit and it's with the the robin aspect of i don't know that no one touched on topical themes that in as much as he can say that was unintentional i think there's definitely a lot of uh connection there um and I, I did it didn't bother me at all. Burton does play fantasy escapism a yeah. lot in his movies. And that had and with that comes like a charm in his in his movie making, his combining of different, you know, different styles of movie making, um, you know, like a what do you want to say? Big painted imagery mixed with, you know, sets on location and claymation. Like he incorporates yeah. all yeah. of that. And there's a charm Look with at- it. But and look I think at the that, story. That too. is, the, but I'm saying like, and I'm not diminishing or belittling, but it's like his, the stories were a little bit more simplistic. Um, whereas this is definitely adding topical. I mean, you know, yeah. how does the first issue ends that the cops mistakenly shoot and kill oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. an African American citizen? It's like, yeah, shit. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that's that's heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, we can all say that it, like it's topical in you know within the past couple of years uh yeah. and all that and it's like that's almost too for like for me that does feel that is a little bit of a disconnect of yeah. burton world with that it's like burton's not heavy and i appreciate going to him and not having heavy yeah right it's interesting because like when you do look at a lot of his characters and his movies you do have that whimsical notion, but it's also very dark and burtony, if you will. But uh, but the another running theme is that a lot of the characters are these outsiders and misfits, and I think you get that in this for sure. But it is have that it does have that more grounded, realistic anchor to it that is a little oh, you have to kind of get used to that. Mm-hmm. In the story. So, like, but like, what's cool, like here, but in the Burton world, like Bruce Wayne is weird, mm-hmm. not because he's like this rich guy he's weird because he's this eccentric rich guy who like yeah. does all, he collects weird stuff and it's not like he's the he's not like the Affleck Batman who's just like kind of like he's he's just rich and he goes to parties and he has this this thing this persona like mm-hmm. Burton Bruce Wayne is aloof mm-hmm. and you know that's what makes him weird there's like that's sure that's the take and so when when talking about like people who are displaced in this world, it's like circus freaks, right? It's not, it has nothing yeah. to do with like the real world displacement of people who have been like beat down, right? Like that's just a whole other like storytelling device that again, like I said at the top, this is a good story. Like man, sure. delving into like, like if there was a version of Two-Face that was like, hey man, you came from us, you're ignoring us. And look at you, you're all up here now. And him yeah. having to wrestle with the the duplicity of, I did come from this. Am I selling my people out because of I'm trying to attain this? I think yeah. that's a great take. It's just not the Tim Burton universe. Right. Yeah. Sense. But I would or, rather have, yeah, it's, and I think 
having Tim Burton come through and be like, let's take the bones of this and I'll, you know, pull some levers visually. But I would much rather have this as this to me, this adds so much depth to Two Face. I mean, in this story, we get a very different version of Robin and Two Face that I don't hmm. think we would have seen in any other medium. And it's really cool that the Burton verse medium is the one we get to see that in. Because just look at the that the at the opposite, right? For like Batman Forever, we get a very traditional hokey two pun obsessed two face. And I think it would have been a weird missed opportunity to, to just do that in the Burton verse. Hmm. You know, just just like look what he did with Catwoman and Penguin at the time uh, in Batman Returns. It, he, he took very different approaches to what the traditional comic book route would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also happens with both Robin and Two-Face in this story. And I think that's a kind of a, even if it's not as Burton-y as you would like, it still takes the the ultimate like idea of, of him re-taking those characters at their core and reinterpreting them for something that would be, you know, interesting enough to do. One omission in the story um, that the missed opportunity is bringing back Alexander Knox. Oh my gosh, I yes! agree with that. Absolutely. Us, Why is Knox not in here? Hashtag Ryan Brain. Um, yeah. Like, he was replace Summer Gleason with Knox. Yeah. He was yeah. destined to be the cover of issue number six. Yeah. Saying six is good. And For real. Oh! Granted, also, I think you and I thought the exact same thing at the exact same time and text each other the same thing, and it was amazing. Um, yeah. our best connection yet. Now, the consolation, even, even Mickey Vale, you know, yeah, yeah you could have brought her back, you could have, yeah. like, I, even I, on I TV. You this know? is a celebration of those two movies. That's what have been really cool, like bringing back the right. things we're familiar with. Yeah, because... they could have done a gossip, Gertie, even. If they want. Right. Oh, no, I mean, no, no. She, she wasn't, wasn't, she she was was in present. returns. She wasn't gossip. She was she in returns. She, yeah, the actress was in returns. You could you could plausibly say that was gossip. Bob Kane's wife. You could say that was gossip dirty <laughs> in Batman Returns. You could. So. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's there's something there. I don't know why the shame on Knox. Um, it would have been nice to be the cover of six, but the consolation prize. He's out. He, yeah, exactly. But the cover for issue six might be the best one of all of them. Um, that cover is, which is the back yeah, of the hard the cover painted. now. Yeah, but like, exactly. yeah, the painted Justin. Yeah, it's great. Really, I yeah. think that is an awesome cover. Love yeah, that cover. Totally. Um, love that Joker. But <laughs> another, and then this, this might be probably like the the end of my negativity, if you will, the story scene, the connection to the uh, savings and loan heist at the beginning, mm-hmm. because that's a that's a great big action piece. And I think it's it's like that's it's a big part of the first issue. Then issues two through five, it's almost like it's mentioned of like, oh yeah, I remember there's more to that heist. That's it. And then issue six, it's like an info dump of like, so actually this is what was happening and the whole reason behind that heist. It wasn't just about money, it was about distractions because there's paper and evidence inside. And Harvey now is is above everyone, including Carmine Falcone. Um or Falcone, your call. Um, and that's why that was so important. Period. And I'm like, yeah. And I thought that reading reading it this time, knowing that when I just read this, you know, in, in July, that I left it kind of scratching of like, why why the emphasis? What is the big cover-up with that heist at the beginning? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't remembering. And so then I had that on my mind reading it this time. And then to have, I think it's Selena who drops all that knowledge on Bruce there in the sixth issue. And I'm like, 
man, this just kind of feels like uh, exposition here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, you haven't been paying attention to it the past, you know, five issues. But here you go. And that's a disconnect to me as far as like following the story. I don't know how that worked for you guys. Yeah. Great action piece. Great action piece yeah. in the first issue. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just kind of, I feel that stuff is is maybe a detriment to the six issue format because a lot of this whole time it was like, man, how are they going to fit this all into six issues? You know? Yeah. Yeah. When's this going to happen? When's that going to happen? Um, and I, I feel like that, that part of it, Flower definitely has a back seat to the character development and transformations of, you know, Drake into Robin and, and the creation of Two-Face for sure. It definitely, I just think it was just, again, with, with this story, I think it was trying to do too much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I think if they did like you, I think like you were saying, Lauer, like if it was just going to focus on like Two-Face and do maybe a little Robin backup, I actually like that idea because like either... I mean, you can you can tie the two stories together. You have six issues, but it was like how to try to connect both of their backstories. Mm-hmm. Into, like I was just and and bring in like you know Selena Kyle and and just everything else. It just I actually felt like the uh, middle three issues kind of dragged. Like wait, they tease. Oh, he's gonna. Hey, this is the two faced turn. No, it's not. He's not. He's okay. You know, like they they almost tease too much too. Like there was just some weird pacing on it. But like you mm. said, you read it collected. It probably reads about. Read it reads better. a lot better collected because there was a big gap. Like I don't, I don't think that came out. If the time comes, Justin, where you do read it all collected like that, which um, I don't think you're gonna have some epiphany, some big moment. You're big. I <laughs> shall become a bat moment oh. for this book of like never mind. It all connected, and I love it. It's my favorite story of all time. I don't think you'll have that at all it may just remain the same (laughs) yeah i don't think i'm gonna have that at all so that's (laughs) i don't know that's that's a little bit i think that does affect my pacing because that was on my mind reading those middle issues waiting for stop just saying it's important and show me why it's important instead and then it does become a little bit of an info dump in them yeah but that's about it when it comes to like the the negative aspects to this story. Other, I love all of the freaking nods in this. So we've already mentioned some. I love the inclusion of Catwoman. Uh, I think I I'd seen some comments that she wasn't needed for the story. I agree. I don't know but... if I agree or disagree with that, but I'm glad that she's in the story. Like I'm I'm thoroughly yeah. enjoy the. I'm fact kind she's of, the fan kind... favorite. You had to you had to put in like the the fan favorites. Yeah, I, I was kind of there at the same time. Is like, well, I'm glad she's there. She's adding some depth, but at, at, to Justin's point of there being just too much in the story, I was like, you could. That's some. That's one you could save for later. You yeah, know? they could have saved. I would have be in there. They could have teased her at the end, kind of sure. like the end of '92. You know, of, two of faces enough. There. I didn't need to have like Bruce's uh, and Selena's arc also have some sort of injection gotta, revolution in there i gotta say i love her cover for issue five. Oh yeah oh yeah it's a great cover not only because of the hell here but and i'm trying to i'm trying to flip to it i mean because we all know and love that image right of hell here but there is this cat quinona's decided to put in the bottom corner <laughs> that is just <laughs> it's got like the you know the the squirrel gif of like the squirrel to zoom up and its head turn like huh you know uh-huh. that, that's the pose that this cat has and i i 
I adore <laughs> it. I love that. Uh, but I, I like the addition. There's a little there, like the again going back to the little winks and nods and stuff. Like mm-hmm. Doctor Q, you get a little Harley Quinn in the background while he's working out. Um, I think that was an issue too. Gotham, the Indiana State flag for Gotham City flag in Harvey's hey, office. Hey, that well. was something. Right, you mentioned that, right? Why was for, that for eighty nine in the eighty nine book? We were yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about that. Like, it does Gotham have a real flag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indiana State flag. Anyways, carry yeah. on. It, it is I, interesting. I I, can I mention? I didn't like Barbara Gordon in this either, though. Ooh, that's. An I was going to mention. I li- I like the addition of Barbara. Oh, I I didn't, and I I I think that even when like Gordon's gone, it, I just felt like that was there's no impact or or like emotional like i don't know resonance with gordon just hmm. being gone there right. could like, have oh, been was, more because they really do gloss go- over. like that could have been like a huge plot point you know yeah like or- it's you have you're you're waiting for the last issue to be like you hear that he's like passed away like on the news like oh yeah he really is gone you know and they kind of it just kind of happens but but the, on the other hand they go out of their way in the story to to make sure in universe that that you know you know that Batman and Gordon have a history. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne knows that this Gordon was the one that was the first one on the scene when his parents got murdered. And you got Batman and Gordon working together very closely, like at the beginning of the of the issue. And, and Gordon's in it a lot more than the other two movies. So yeah, I saw gamer headset kind of, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved that. It didn't bother me. Uh I oh, I, I thought I was, it was this bum they weren't on top of the build, they weren't on top of police headquarters. But yeah, I get like you know, and you did not, yeah, travel. and you didn't, and and you didn't get the classic, you know, triangle of Burton, of, See, of, Gor- of Gordon, I, Dent, and Batman. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a nice homage right there. Um, the Dent from '89, I thought you you definitely came across as a good guy. Yeah, and I mean, he's at the end reading the letter from Batman. To, to yeah. me, like it's like, oh, okay, he's aboard with like Batman. He's a watchful protector. Uh, he's all about him. And I felt like this story starts off of Dent is just, he's anti-Batman and then he's anti-Gordon. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, huh. Like you I really mean, you have can, You up- can be politically motivated by money and stuff like that. But yeah, th- that's, oh, I'm so glad you brought that up because in Batman yeah. 89, you get Dent. Like he's working at, by the mm-hmm. way, he's a DA. I don't know why he's doing certain things. <laughs> like, why are you worried about like this? Yeah, Ghost this, and Goblin. Yeah, Ghosts and goblins. But uh, but you know he, that's you could also say that's very what you see in '89 is very surface level. You know, yeah. like you but he's working. Whenever he's like there, he's on the phone. He's like, I'm trying. Like he's yeah. working hard to like. Yeah. You, you I need like, all the help I can get. Yeah, he's bought in to like help Gotham City. You know. And, introduced like, to him here where he's just he is pretty anti those two and i was like that's yeah. interesting that because i never felt like he's an ally to them in this and i'm not saying that like that instantly disconnected me from this story with him it's just yeah. interesting that oh the last we saw him to where we see him in this right yeah. <laughs> again it's like because hmm. he, he's missing completely from batman returns like yeah. you could have built mm-hmm. up for that you could have built yeah. that into batman returns. yeah for sure yeah just him him having a bigger turn like like man you took the this champion for justice and you flipped him because of you know whatever happens would have been like the take but yeah, yeah you know we we got what we got it's just whew. yeah a little yeah. bit like, huh, with me but i uh unlike justin i liked barbara gordon's uh inclusion <laughs> here it didn't bother me at all that she is engaged to harvey um, she is the commissioner's daughter. She is part of GCPD. All that worked for me. Yeah, I um, like that setup. What did you guys think 
issue three um didn't get you at first i thought they were um going back on what they teased at the previous issue of like oh this is how he's going to turn into hard like two-face with the the acid leaking and the fire he's passed out and then issue three opens in the first couple pages it's just like he's just hitting home runs and i was like really they pulled the rug out from it and then you turn the page and then you realize like oh no this is this is the turn like this is what's going on with him i i really really liked that i love that even more the second time and that's one of those moments where i felt like that is where like a if you saw this on film like burton would have definitely uh pivoted hard into that kind of stuff like oh dream the the alternative dream world second you know visions of things like i think that was really cool what do you think justin uh, I mean, uh, like, again, that's, that's the, the hard part, because like at this point, I was I was begrudgingly reading these at, at, after sure. issue two, like issue one didn't blow me away. And like, I remember writing my review of like, oh, I'm not not I'm feeling not, I'm not feeling this. Let's see how it goes. And I think, you know, once we hit issue three, like I I love that cover of issue three with, with Barbara Gordon. She's holding the bat, the old bat symbol. Like, oh, the stuff what's, behind her. Like, what's what, what happened? Like, where's that story? I yeah. didn't get that story. <laughs> you know like that's teased uh, at the end yeah so so at this point i was just i was just going through the story you know i was just trying to follow it hoping hoping it was like gonna like swoop back up for me and you know unfortunately a with the big break that we had in the storytelling and then with the um uh just seeing how it went it you know i was just trying to like get through it and so n- nothing after like issue three really made me like, oh, that was cool. Like, I, I really I'm be- and I'm being honest and I'm not it sure. lost like, you. And you didn't, you didn't get your it back. lost me. And I was just like, well, I'm going to my heart broke because I love Batman 89, you know, <laughs> and I was yeah. so excited for this. And so it was like, OK, well, I'm going to see it through. And, yeah. you know, but it was the way he turned. I think the way he. Yeah, it was, it, it was kind of like homework. But I think I mean, the way he turned and stuff. That yeah. was cool, like with the explosion, because mm-hmm. you have to avoid acid. You can't do acid with anything. Joker acid, right? So you have to right. do something a little different. So this was a little akin to Batman animated series where it's it's an explosion right. that comes up on him. And so, um, yeah, I, I I didn't have any issues with that part of it. You know, it's the, you know, it's just it is what it is. I was like, okay, well, I'm here. Let's I think <laughs> let's see what happens. I think some of the best art is the close ups of Harvey of two-face oh yeah in this yeah. so definitely in that third issue where you know the top half of the page is there's something wrong with my face and it's, yeah. it's our first really good look at him i think yeah. that's really good and then the open of issue six which is the full page of him having the come like oh yeah 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 denton two-face yeah. right and that yeah. looks that's obviously because stuff. of the blue it yeah. looks like animated series not but right. i think the art itself on that is like man this is this is the best i think of yeah. the whole book are are those panels where it's a close-up on on den yeah agreed but um let's see here the story wraps up i do like i justin you may not i don't know i hope they do a sequel to this like uh our pal garrett got out of robert venditti that there is going to be a sequel to mm-hmm. the superman 78 series yeah i hope there's going to be one with this um uh, because I, I hope so too i really do i actually i just I would have hoped for no disrespect sure. to, just to not have Sam Hamm. I don't think he 
I think this is his like, here's how I would do it because he, the, the history of him writing Batman 89, it was like, it, that's not all his script. He got the writing credit. And when he, he kind of got hosed a little bit, Denny O'Neill felt bad for the cat and let him r- write blind justice, yeah. which, you know, introduced characters like Descartes and stuff. So he, I mean, he has Batman like, Cred. You know, cred, right <laughs> right no one took yeah. his card he's nobody took his card cred. um i just don't think his his style works with the burton style and again okay. I, and i keep bringing up burton because you have to with 89 that's that's what people love they love the anton first they love the bat the burton take i guess it's a little easier to get around the you know, oh, we don't need Richard Donner's approval, stamp of approval for Superman 70. I mean, he's no longer with us, right? But it's easier to write. I think it'd be easy. It's easier to get that feeling. But then Diddy, what, but see, that's that's the thing. And I'm I'm not a huge like Richard Donner Superman fan. I'm like, I'm oh, I know. Old. We know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into. <laughs> I don't like the whole like, gee, golly, I'm Superman. Uh-huh. But I'll tell you this, that Superman 78 comic book felt like I was in that world. I felt like I was in the world of one and two. I did not feel like I was in Burton's world in this book. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty, pretty close to that there. And that's not shade on anything. It's just, I did feel 78. That comic was more of a continuation in that world than this one was. This was Mm -hmm. using influences from that world. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. In which, I mean, some like I've, you know, like I've been saying, some were successful to me, some, some didn't hit as well. But I do like the, the ending threads of where it's, I mean, I want to see the, the spinoff book, The Avenging Eagle, you know, the, the Drake continuation comic. Um, but I do like that. I, I'd be curious to see what they do with the fact of Barbara seeing the picture of Bruce under the cowl. Mm-hmm. and what Catwoman because Catwoman is such a freaking interesting character I want like I'm curious like what this Catwoman does because she was so motivated in returns for what she was doing that like that book closed so it is like why does she need to continue on as Catwoman when like her mission's done was that and I and that's I liked her in this book because a little unpredictable um, and I would like to see where she would go with that too and then how do you fit Keaton into it and I can't yeah, Michael Keaton, you know, what do you think? You get some input on this. He'd probably say, right. talk less. <laughs> yeah, he still, yeah, yeah. No, like, see, I didn't like, I, I felt like Catwoman was so off in this whole book too. I was like, mm. I was like, you just didn't get who she was, like what she was doing in Batman Returns. Cause she comes in and, you know, the, the whole thing where she's talking to Batman, like about talking to him about her, you know, with her shrink and stuff. Like I felt a lot of that just didn't, didn't sit with me. I was like, ah, mm. this isn't her man. And she's so involved in like, like, I, I, I don't know. She's, she's so involved in like, like in knowing of like, who you don't even know who you're, you're, you're having lunch with Bruce, you know, like there's a little, it just didn't feel super authentic. Right. Like I can't like argue with that. And I could say that I'm just an apologist because I think the characters in the book. Um, yeah. So I have like, I'm so neutral on that. Like, I don't know. I think it probably is uh, justifiable that she wasn't needed in the book, but I, I'm really, really glad she's in the book. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't know. It just made yeah. Happen. I'm there too. Especially because, because <laughs> by the time you get to the end, you do have like that vision of the future. And it is one of those things where it's like, 
if this is written as well, there isn't not it's written as if there's not going to be another one after this too. So they're like, well, we might as well throw hmm. Catwoman in because we might not get a chance to do that <laughs> sure. after this. I imagine that it's made enough because it would for make them. it because this would make it have made a trilogy, right? Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, are there any any um, areas we haven't brought up that either of you want to talk about? Even just quick mentions of something. Um, I I was gonna like I think the best part of this entire thing is the covers. Covers are great. Covers are great. I think the covers are incredible. And there's a lot of, I think the, the main covers, like I wasn't too, there's no, one well, there, variant. The main variants, some of the variants but, weren't the great. There's, they didn't there's yeah. a Mitch Garrett's variant where Batman's upside down. I love that. That's the second, there was... I think that's the second variant on issue one. Sorry. I don't, I don't have, I'm, I'm going no, I got by, you. Like, variant number two, issue two. Is it, is it yeah. where he's upside down, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that's, that. That's a pretty good one. I love that one. That thing I didn't get that and the one. Lee Weeks and that Lee Weeks one is still great too. Like, Jerry Ordway did one for the first, which I think was a nice touch. It was not. Um, it was just weird. It's okay. The color didn't was get it. Really weird on it. it I like, bought oh. the the more expensive other variant that looks very. Oh realistic. yeah, we got good. Yeah, yeah, that, that was great. Cool. And that one that was, was by Torn Clark. Um, I love that cover. That they have them all in the back. That's cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, I agree with you. I think the main covers by Cronus are those are the best ones out of all of them. They're even though so we didn't great. get and I think they capture the tone. They capture that tone, you know. Yeah, um, that's a great. I don't love the Robin costume. I think he looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Um, <laughs> I just you know, but I, I get I get why like in the story in the context of the story. So, um, you know. I liked it. I thought that the the naming nod the first one was kind of silly, only in the sense of. Like smirking up, they said because he they was hit Robin. it from a lot of angles. Robin, but he also has he, birds, he was, and he, he was also Robin, has the and then he's the like royal. smirking as if, and it's like, don't wait, is that yeah. where his origin is going to come from? But then yeah. they do, like you just said, of yes, he has birds, yeah. and there's one. I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. That's a little bit. Yeah, but they did some really cool, like Tim Drake homages, like in mm-hmm. in the book where it, they they hit that cover of the trade. Where he's mm-hmm. on, t- or the first issue where he's like on top of the gargoyle. So right. you get some of those great poses. Um, I and I love stuff like that. And I, 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 I feel like I want to acknowledge like the respect to like the characters when you do stuff like that because those things matter. You know, when it what is it, issue two when Alfred comes down to the to the cave, Keaton's like, oh yeah, like Bruce yeah. Is sitting over just like in returns and he's pulling yeah. out the claws out of himself and yeah, i yeah. instantly saw that and i was like oh my god that's a great touch yeah um, oh there's a then, lot of that there's a lot of that like even yeah. like there's there's a keaton face that he there's has a lot of facial expressions or it's like oh you paused the movie and, and there's got some that selena look. kyle ones that are that are like that yeah. selena's yeah, look great cool. i love that he's wearing the 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 batman suit from the action figure like and he takes his suit off yeah like it's, it's that it's yeah, the it's like the heartbeat on the change Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's like it's a bat. It's a bat. It's a bat. Yeah, but it looks he, like a heart. Quinones put in bat. his input on um, Bruce Wayne hanging upside down is yep. to work out. Yeah, and also that. in that same scene, um, Doctor Q is on the TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a nice. That's stuff. where he's all turned off that psycho babble. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't have time for this. So, um, host, you have. Yeah, Anything I feel like note? a lot of that stuff, I feel like Gotham, you feel the pulse of Gotham a lot in this story. Maybe even more than Batman Returns. Maybe even hmm. more than 89. I don't know. It feels, it, it's, it's interesting how much more fleshed out Gotham feels as a 
living, breathing city in terms, mm-hmm. and you get a lot of entry points with a whole bunch of different characters. And but you know, the most successful thing to me is just the um, Two Face looks like a Burton Two Face. It mm-hmm. the, the voice. I feel like Sam Ham really captured Billy D's voice in this. I can hear his voice in my head. Yeah, most yeah. all these lines. It feels very, very good. And for all of the wonder I would have in my head of like, well, how would a Robin work with Keaton's Batman? I feel like that was done really well in the story. All, all these scenes between um, Drake and Wayne in and out of costume, I think are very interesting and, and hit um, some really, in, really cool character moments that I think would definitely have worked between Keaton's Batman and mm-hmm. a potential crime fighting partner. Yeah. I think uh Harvey Bullock was a dick. You know? Yeah. Um I guess my my Harvey Bullock is the animated series Harvey Bullock mm-hmm. where it's you know that like he is a good guy. He just does right. things that aren't your thing. Yeah. Um, right. This one he felt he felt a little bit more of the kind of a dirty cop. Um but not in not necessarily of like not in the Eckhart way. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like, oh, well, Eckhart's dead. We'll just use Bullock, which you should just put Bullock. Overruling Gordon, and I just feel like, no, Bullock, that's something that he won't do. He is a he's loyal to Gordon that he 100%. wouldn't he wouldn't do that. Um yeah. doesn't mean that like whatever in this book he did. So yeah. it's just like eh, didn't full on resonate with me. Um I mistakenly said Lawrence is in two panels with a boom box. He's only in one panel with a boom box, the other one. <laughs> you just read gun. it twice. You're like, I love that. I prefer him with a boombox over a gun, whatever. Um, good touches of, uh, I'm skimming real quick. I apologize. When yeah. Batman comes on, he knocks a guy out on the roof by the bat signal. Uh, there's a few pages later where he's driving, oh, he's riding with uh, Drake on the bike and the signal's still up in the sky, but you can see the outline, like the person's still on the signal which i think is yeah. great and that guy is mm. burning mm-hmm. all of his skin and i do love i i felt a little bit of the detective 27 cover but also found it kind of funny that gordon is like the damsel in distress that I love batman that. is carrying him I love he's that. got his arms around and the dialogue is really good there. <laughs> in the glider cape <laughs> yeah. yeah that's yes. how a batman should glide man that's how a batman should glide. i uh, i mean i love that so um all those I think all those touches, in addition to like some some strengths with other characters, is what really kept me invested in the story to where I landed in the end, uh, like I did. The story they called it Shadows. Shadows. Mm-hmm. What I don't think I necessarily have a full on explanation of like, oh yeah, it's obviously called Shadows because right. Da, 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 da. Do do you either of you have one? I know that's getting. I have deep, zero in. But... I have zero inside of of of. Yeah. Okay. Of the meaning behind it. I don't necessarily know either. I'm just like, okay. Doesn't make sense. Shadows. Make I like sense. that they used the text that they did for it. Um, yes. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. the title itself. Oh, oh, so there you go. That was one of my complaints. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, I know one of them. Yeah, I know one of them. <laughs> I know. I'm that guy. But like, so I, yeah, they used they used the the Batman like typeface for like sure. returns and stuff. But they put like this like stroke on it that doesn't make sense. See, now I'll have to compare because I'm imagining now they use something similar for the opening in 89, right? 
yeah it was just batman like it's like it's basically like a times new roman like, well, well i mean i thought when they sat and they say gotham gotham city don't they use something similar to this yeah like whenever it says like later on the thing or whatever so you're saying purple. that there's something it's purple it's the same text okay. but it's purple it doesn't have the drop yeah i got something oh, okay. get... yeah it's i thought it was a continuation but i didn't like watch the movie and grab the comic to compare and also justin i do know you were a graphic man so you definitely <laughs> pay close attention to that stuff so i yeah. i totally understand and paul like, Herman, I, I, justin that, and that, i are both wearing like... batman book club shirts right now yeah that's Anyways, the it, that's just me being a little picky it's just like a fatter type fit. i don't know i'm just i'm not mad at you for it yeah i'm 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 a wiener when it comes I to this stuff. <laughs> I like if i was the art director on this i'd be like okay like Here's That's the cold not... open for this, Justin. I am a wiener. I am a wiener. <laughs> so. I am uh, a wiener. Let's hop to some favorites real quick, shall we? Yeah, let's find them. Um, <laughs> okay, hey. Justin, you get to go first. What's your favorite uh, part of Batman 89? Um, I, I would have to say my favorite part is probably the first issue. That's the one that... The whole first like, issue. It. Yeah, the, the the first issue, uh, the, just the intro scenes when Batman shows okay. up, it's like okay, he's here, he's he's fighting, you know, you're like you're you're kind of hearing the movie, the the, the music, because I played the soundtrack when I I read it, sure. you know, I I have, it's weird, like it's weird having the Keaton voice in your head because mm-hmm. usually when you read a Batman comic, who do you hear? Kevin Conway, right? Like yeah. that's kind of like Justin Kowalski's Batman voice. Yeah, my Batman. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that's hilarious uh but yeah you you hear you hear like kevin conroy probably but like this was the first time i was like oh i'm going back to i got keaton in my head and a lot of i thought there was a lot of good batman stuff in that first issue you know um he did get kicked by you know robin which i was kind of like ah no block that but okay we'll we'll get it so i love the guys in the joker jackets running around um the homages in that one were funner to me because it felt like this is the first one we're kicking it off and uh we're we're having we're having a little bit of fun with with the you know all batman you know the b taz and all that stuff uh yeah man i i i would say that issue is just my my favorite part of the whole story but there's okay. not a there's not a specific like interaction um cuz i didn't love the gordon interaction with batman you know i i thought it was goofy but i understand why they had it i was you know i was hoping for that rooftop scene you know he literally yeah. he gave us a signal yeah 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 yeah. like capitalize on that you know like let's see them so art okay. is incredible you know regardless of coloring the, the art's great man he did a really great job plus yes. what's your favorite part i like um basically the the back half of issue five when it feels like everything is coming to a head and you get all these character interactions with batman and gordon and bullock and then you that's what that's your first big chance to finally see batman keaton batman and robin in action together and it's i think it's feels earned and it feels appropriate and it's i just, just feels like a like a good culmination of of the story to that point and it's great to see it get to actually finally play out nice favorite part i think my favorite is you know the is in issue three that that front half where they're leading you down to believe you know Mm. um all this stuff because it it just really it did work on me because i was starting to feel in reading this i'm like you know this is pretty damn convenient a lot of this is really (laughs) convenient 
And yeah. I was almost a little bit bugged only to turn then that other page and you see like the all black panel or that's what Harvey starts to question and realizing how they do. Right. Then they flip on you of half flip. Hey. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, no, no. That's, and then that's it gives good really character development for Harvey too. Yeah. You know? And it, starts it carries throughout whole, the rest of the book. The duality stuff. So that was yeah. effective to me. It worked on me on the first on the first read when I reread it. I, I really like that part. So I think that's what works on me. My favorite. Um, how about a favorite panel? Hoss, you can go first. I will cheat a little bit and say <gasps> I will say favorite page. Oh. It's the it's the page in the first issue with the Batmobile and all this. This this one. Um, yeah, and, I, and I'll cool. pick that because because I bought that page. I bought Wait. the original art of that. Oh, page. are you serious? Yeah. Wait, the one with oh, the penny. So cool. The one with the penny and everything. No, the one with the the Batmobile. This one. The, the other one. This one. Batmobile. In the first issue. In the first issue. Yeah, I've got the That's original. Cool. I bought the original art of that page. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, it's pretty good. For good. You. Yeah, because it's got, you know, you've got the Batmobile and that's why I've commented on it about the coloring, because on the line art version, boy, it looks really interesting. That was the first part that really stood out to me of like, man, there's some details that seems exactly covered up here that. Yeah. Huh. We we all know that Anton first Batmobile pretty damn well. Exactly. (laughs) Justin, what about you? Favorite panel? Yeah, I, I like where you got Batman. He's sneaking into the apartment where the baby's, you know, where they have the lady has the baby and she's like, please, man, like, don't hurt. You know, like, I just think it's one of those things that in a movie you don't see all the time. And it's nice to get like a posed Batman. I I love Batman when he has his hand behind his cape and he's kind of Dracula like posed. I like that shot. That was really, it's a nice, it's a nice pop. Yeah, that's cool. For me, um, Harvey Dent, Two-Face. Yeah. Issue yeah, six. Good. It's so it's big. It's so detailed. And it's it's everything about it is done really, really well, I think. Would you guys like to see Batman 89, this story, done in animation? No. <laughs> Be that quick of an answer. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah. You would? Of course. Okay. Because there, it'd be another chance to refine the story again. And it would be interesting to see what gets adapted, what doesn't what um and what kind of visual things could be adjusted or done over again too like i think it'd be i think it's definitely worth exploring some more um i don't know i think it's opening the door for for a lot of criticism uh yeah comparisons of i mean we've got like the adam west animation stuff exactly um but it's like great I was going to say, I think those, and it definitely <laughs> helps, um, which the audience that sought those movies out was paying attention to the voice cast and yeah. the voice cast that we got were the original ones. Yeah. So listening here, it's like, okay, if they did this in the animation, let's see, in a movie, um, man, just trying to get Michael Keaton, that yeah, already you don't do you it. out of budget. You don't <laughs> you do know? it if you can't get Keaton and Billy D. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you don't do it. Yeah. And that's just like I don't I don't know if they would, but it's like that's not the question. Would I like to see it? I just yeah. I just don't know that I would be able this at least separates it's a different medium. Um to where I can accept, you know, was Catwoman eating in the story? I don't know, but I'm glad she was there. I think yeah. watching a movie actually, no matter if it's live action or animation, I could judge it a little bit more harshly of I don't know because it's just 
don't know, it's not it's it's too close to the original. I don't know that you could duplicate that or continue that without all of the original ingredients. Um, yeah. So I I don't I think I'd lean towards no as soon as it would be announced. I would tweet it and I would be there and buy it and probably like three versions of it um, as soon as it was available though. So I'm a sucker. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really curious what the original three Batman, you know, Batman, three Batman, Batman three, like treatment was going to be before like Schumacher completely came on. Like, you know, Burton had some kind of an idea, like what was going to happen. It would have been cool to to see that get kind of like extrapolated and like, okay, I'd like to see that. You know, I'd like to see yeah. more Batman Burton universe in an animated form. That would be cool, but like not this particular story. Okay. Gotcha. Which would um, mean we would get probably like we're still going to get Billy D. Just yeah. maybe a different take. Because I think he'd be down to do it. I mean, all you really definitely need Keaton, Billy D, and Michelle Pfeiffer. If Keaton didn't but want now to do your it, they would just have is... Conroy do it. Conroy would just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Well, well, Bale didn't do Gotham Knights. Keaton, That's true. I mean, right. uh, Conroy did, so. There you go. Okay. Uh, how about, all right, guys, uh, final thoughts on this story. Um, it can be brief, Justin. I know yours will be. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll just get mine out of the way so you all okay. can send, send it away. So, like, here's what I love, like, is the 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 covers and everything were were beautiful i think that's like a selling point i almost want to buy the collected edition so i can get that part of it um so but i do i do feel like as much as this was hyped up and celebrated when it was announced i i think it fell flat for me um i would not give it a lego lawrence i would give it a (laughs) if they made it a lego alicia with her broken face oh wow i would, I would have that then i would flick it off a lego building off a building because that's what happened that's you can't right. make okay. an omelet without breaking some eggs <laughs> i'm hoping an omelet comes in the next version batman you know yeah 90 or okay. whatever they want to call it like this is actually batman 97 or 95 right like we kind of think about it like the timeline yeah yeah uh, or yeah. 93 so, i don't i don't know yeah, I, I do hope the they only... make another. I hope they make a follow up, and I hope that I I like it better. Boss, take it away. Your final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad the book exists, and the art is excellent, and the story is able to answer and flesh out a lot of really interesting characters and direction. I always wanted to see the Tim Burton, Michael Keaton Batman go to and i doubt we'll ever really get to see it explored in another medium other than this so i'm very happy that it's here and 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 i'm glad that i've got it in a nice hardcover to read you know even though the colors aren't great and i'll read it digitally (laughs) later like it's it go it does it gives some cool (laughs) resolution it gives some cool little branching story pass for for what a two-face or robin or Barbara Gordon or new, you know, what Catwoman or or Commissioner Gordon would have would have come to in this world. Um, the interesting thing is that, you know, we are gonna see another crack at this uh, allegedly in twenty twenty three with Keaton coming back in live action in the Flash. Yeah. So that'll be I'll be interested to actually look at that and kind of compare the the voice and path of Bruce Wayne in this Batman eighty nine comic to what ends up happening 
with the man himself next year and see how mm-hmm. which one is is closer you know which is is the yeah. actor and the and the new stuff closer or is the the original screenwriter and comic book version closer or are they both kind of serve their own stories in their own ways i think it'll be very it's it's a cool it's another really interesting addition to the batman mythology that uh has just been really fun to explore and talk about yeah uh i i liked this book in the end Uh, i didn't love it in that regard i'm a little disappointed because i really really wanted to love it and how excited i was at the announcement but it's definitely for me it falls in that b range uh because i i do and i i really enjoyed uh revisiting it um it'll go on the shelf and i'll pull it down here and you know in some months and i'll revisit it again and uh, it'll be an enjoyable read, re-entering that world and hearing Billy Dee's voice as Harvey Dent in my head. And um, yeah, it's and yeah, some of the art uh, is is really, really good. The covers are great. And I I mean, my favorite thing, I think, is all all the nods, whether that is bringing in, you know, characters like Catwoman and other Tim Burton things on the Halloween page, which it's a Halloween. Hey, it takes place around Halloween. Woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah. Perfect timing. Um, Long Halloween. And, yes. Oh, God. All right, so this like is I the said, part where uh, we start talking about the long <laughs> Halloween. So, guys, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a. I think it's a quality book, and I think I feel like it had to have made enough money for them to consider um, coming up, yeah. like thinking of a second one. It's just assembling the right parts, and I do hope that they do a volume two of this. So, uh, there you go, Batman eighty um, nine. Yeah. For me, Lawrence has that boombox up. Love Lawrence. Make him the villain in the next volume. He corrupts. Oh, brainwaves. <gasps> the Riddler. There you go. Uh, brainwaves. brainwaves through all the boom boxes in Gotham, spearheaded by Lawrence. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, okay. Yeah, if they do follow up, who do you think? Scarecrow. Oh man, I don't know. Mm, yes. Burton go Scarecrow. With, oh my god, whatever that uh that title was, I'm going blank because I'm really dumb this week. The that Schumacher not triumphant but the what it was something like is it a scarecrow oh, yeah. and then it, on unchained with all of the other villains unchained. popping up and stuff like that like that was the movies? Bat- that was batman that triumphant. was an, it Wasn't that it? was an animated series thing i thought no 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 but i'm talking triumphant was supposed to be the one where jack nicholson came back jack yeah. nicholson yeah. came back and bruce yeah. i mean it was all i mean a spirit yeah. it started because of the scarecrow's fear gas right and that's yeah. why he had yeah. this mental yeah i mean give me that oh my god yeah. give me yeah, that yeah yeah that um, would be cool and you've already got Harley Quinn like established as existing in this thing because Harley was that was what it was supposed to be a heart yeah well yeah Harley let's change it up a little bit there okay yeah that'll work uh gentlemen thank you so much for for coming back on the club Mm -hmm. Uh, I know both of you are coming back for Spooky Month next month um, on separate issues uh separate stories it's so, so wild. I feel that. like, man, we just did that first one. I know I it's crazy. Hoss had to dig deep. But I'm excited for his because I've never read it before. So uh, there you go. Stay tuned to the announcement on the stories that are coming up. But um, yeah, uh, plug away, uh, both of you. I'll let you guys decide who goes first. Yeah, go first. I'll go. For, is that what you say for me to yeah, go? Yeah, you, you can go first. <laughs> yeah, I'm supposed to go. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, all right, there you go. No, no, buy oh, some Ghostbuster shirts. Yeah, buy some buy some Ghostbuster shirts on my T Public. Uh, yeah, um, I'm going to be doing a couple other. I'm doing a guest uh, stint uh, of podcast. Um, at some point, let's go. We'll come back. I just don't know when. And so once the the You're let's go busy. cave gets uh, reestablished. That'll come back, but I, I'm gonna be on the comic binge soon. 
yeah. talking some Man of Steel. I'll, I'll be on the Batman on Film social. What? <gasps> what? Yeah. I'll be and on then, that, and then who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll just, I'll maybe I'll take Pete out, and I'll just do Batman. You've got, <laughs> you've got one of the. I can't believe you didn't like Batman book comic book. It was a great comic book. I had a great time enjoying it. You guys just, you guys just think too much about stuff. <laughs> Batman eighty nine was a great comic. I don't know why. I don't know why you didn't like it. You just, you just want things to be your way. Rewrote, the, you wrote the story yourself in your head. You're not mishearing things. Peter Vera has <laughs> entered the uh, the podcast. Hey, Pete, know. how you doing? Here, <laughs> oh. Cook some meat. <laughs> Liver King, Hasbula, Galactus, That was my favorite. That was a hit with the fans. Oh man, food and pockets. Do you want people to follow you on Twitter or not right now? Oh yeah, they can. Justin M Kowalski on Twitter. Sorry, I did not promote that. There you go. Cross, have at it. Sheriff. Pew, pew. Yep, 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 yep. Follow me on Twitter <laughs> at SMB underscore Ryan. Follow the Super Mario Brothers Movie Archive website at SMB Movie. Uh, as far as uh, Batman type podcasts, like, just scroll back on the Batman on Film feed. Uh, there you go. I was most recently on the Social Hour. Me and Lauer did. Uh, Social Hour. The Lauer Hour. Yeah, the Lauer Power Hour. Uh, There's something more the- recent than that, even. Yes, well, I'll get to that. But we, okay. we did the Batman Chapter Seven. Uh, don't lose your head, Mister Coulson. And then, yeah, uh, me and Lauer also kicked off the BOF's new Batman Animation Podcast. Woo! There um, we go. So I got to be on. The, we did episode one of that uh, back on August 18th. It came out. We talked about the fear, which is from yeah. uh, one of the super powers, super galactic guardians. And it was great a really episode. interesting episode. Yeah, that so, was a great episode. Yeah. Go check that out. I remember it's, that. It's episode. on Twitter too. I think it's just at Batman Animation on Twitter too. Yeah. That's true. Yes, sir. That was a great. Uh, I just remember Intro. that with the yeah. lightning strikes and it's like, yeah. oh no, like yeah. yeah, it was surprisingly deep. The, for, uh, the crying, the crying Batman uh, gift yeah. that you, if yes. you're listening to this, you've seen it. It you've came from it. that episode. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's where it's tracking down. Adam West tearjerk. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I may be biased, but I think Haas and I had a really good conversation about it. So yeah, good. Yeah, check, check that down. Become a bat. <laughs> oh my parents. That may or may not have been included <laughs> in the the episode. But uh if you're listening to this, you probably know where to find the Batman Book Club on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC, where upcoming episodes, latest episode drops, keep you updated there, including what's coming up in October. Oh, with each of these gentlemen, as well as the usual suspects, Peter Vera and Garrett yeah. Grev for the spooky month. Um, I'll notify you there. Also, if you have any interest to continue listening to me talk about Batman comics, subscribe to the Batman Book Club YouTube channel where uh, all these episodes drop as well as uh, from page to screen. For uh, that, I, The most recent one I did with that was with Garrett Grev where we talked to Batman Ninja Turtles animated movie and the oh, comparisons so to that in the comic, as well as the monthly venture The Road to No Man's Land with Peter Vera. Wow, the same names. A lot of name drops in this episode. Um, With Peter Vera is on there, going on the road to No Man's Land. That's a fun adventure. Um, A lot of uh, good talk and good good stories that I'm reading. Some of them are for the first time because it's collected in the omnibus. So yeah, check that out on YouTube. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, you can email thebatmanbc at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, there's a variety of ways you can do that. One, patreon.com slash thebatmanbc. Two, tpublic.com, where you can buy Batman Book Club merchandise, which Justin and I are both proudly sporting, designed affectionately 
brilliantly. I'm wearing my own stuff, created. Paul Herman. Shut up. <laughs> created by Justin Kowalski. It's created by and, me. And actually, there might be something really fun coming up in the future, uh, which we'll notify everyone about oh. if that happens. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, that's 100% A-OK. The best thing you can do is rate and review the show wherever you listen to it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Google, wherever. Rate and review the show because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is pandemic. So for Justin Kowalski and Ryan Haas, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, we remember. 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 Rem